Creason. And I'm Cynthia. And this is Random Spirit, where we talk about random topics. What are we talking about today, Cynthia? Today, we will be talking about grief and the five stages of grief. Um, I will be, you know, like, <clears throat> you know, stating my opinion. Creason will back it up with facts. And then we'll give, you know, our little insight on grief. And then we will end this with the card pulls. Mm-hmm. So, um, while I was doing research on this, it was actually quite interesting because there are other stages, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. the, the five stages, um, were formed or like whatever by the, what, was she a doctor? I think she was. Um, she was a psychiatrist, like, um, and her name was Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. So, yeah, like, there's not that much about uh, known about her. Well, actually, there is a bit known about her. She, like, dealt with the ill and dying patients. And yes. she, like, explored um, things about them. She basically, their behavior. Yeah, their behavior when they were dying. And she basically charted them and... Came Check, up, yeah. Yeah, basically came up with the five stages of grief, which mm-hmm. now these five stages of grief, from my understanding, what we will be talking about is um, you know, Elizabeth, Dr. Elizabeth had came up with this after uh giving these um I, I forgot how many patients it it was, but like these um she gave them the news of like them being terminally ill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then came the five stages of grief. There are other ones. I'm not going to get into it. It gets like, there's a lot of, what's the word? Controversy? Yeah, around it. Uh, around the five stages of grief. This is like, you know, I'm just stating my opinions. If it don't go with you, that's completely fine. <laughs> don't come at me. Don't fact check me. So, um... Yeah, we're going to go on and start off. Are you going to start first? Yeah, so um, the five stages of grief, first of all, um, we should tell you what they are. Um, denial, um, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And we'll go over them one by one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll go ahead and go from there. So, yeah, like denial. Um, in our specific case, it's the first stage. Um, this is the sp- the part of where we're trying to say, like, you know, this is not happening. This doesn't exist, you know. And we make ourselves, like, this alternate reality inside mm-hmm. our minds that's like, hey, I'm fine. This is not happening, you know. Um, this is not real. Yeah. And this is, like, out of, like, fake or whatever, and it's not there. Um, yeah, so that's just the first stage that they all go to. Yes. And this is the part of where people just go ahead and, um, you know, try to live their lives as though, like, you know, it's normal and there's nothing there. And if you ask them, it's gone. Yeah. So it's um, my opinion on this. The whole denial, it's kind of like, you know, it it didn't like you're kind of suppressing it. Yeah. And you're pushing it to the side. Um, I can... I, I can see, like, where the denial, where you're like, you know, th- this isn't happening. This isn't, like, you're not... The the reality has not hit mm-hmm. when the denial stage has, you know, come. Now for the second stage. Yeah, second stage is anger. And... Mm-hmm. 
The second stage is anger. And anger is um, one of the most, the hardest stages because it's the one then where the person needs the most support. Um, usually in anger, you attack the people that are closest to you. You attack mm. the people that like care for you the most because they're the ones around you. And during that time, like it's very difficult to get support when you are just angry firing off at people trying to find a reason or blame or like a scapegoat or something Mm -hmm. for what's happening to you for the loss that's happening Mm -hmm. so in this stage a lot of people would just go around like you know lashing out biting out biting on people Mm -hmm. like just outright flaming on people and if you don't have a good support system it's one of the hardest stages to Mm -hmm. you know get support with yeah you're always like festering at your own anger and mm-hmm. it's very difficult for people to be around you to comfort you you're like negative you right because you're just negative all yeah. the time so yeah like that's my thing when it comes to anger okay so i just want to add into this too not everyone goes through all these five stages you know grieving is um i mean it's a real fucking thing and it's an emotion and it's like it's it's sad yeah (laughs) and um you know again when i was doing this research i had seen that there's a lot of people that get stuck Mm -hmm. that like you know having like the five stages or whatever you know and them you know researching and like seeing the five stage and and them like getting upset at the fact you know maybe angry because of the fact that they haven't moved or anything but i genuinely believe that like you know with grief you can't put a time and you can't sit here and go through the steps mm-hmm. right yeah. but with anger i can definitely see where you know you don't know what to do with your emotions and i guess i mean you just lash out and I do agree that, you know, you can lash out to the ones that you love. It's like an easy um, target. Mm -hmm. Your loved ones are an easy target and Mm -hmm. you just probably fucking lash out. And it's the whole like emotions Mm -hmm. and the huge emotion is the anger, you know, next one. Yeah. Next one would be bargaining. And this is where I feel that like things get a little tricky when it comes to loss because I feel that bargaining is more of like a prevention it you know like this is so bargaining the definition would be like you're basically pleading with god or like pleading with like the doctors or pleading with somebody that hey you know like i really want this person to be here if only like i can have like one more day or one more second or one more um minute you know like with them or whatever and like basically bargaining with them to keep it another way that this is like apparent is if you're if you're going through something like in your own life like let's say you were like you know diagnosed with like a critical disease or something this is you going and being like you know please god like if i had like you know an extra week to go Mm -hmm. ahead and like you know stay here i would do this this, and that my family with it that's the bargaining stage now bargaining is a happen with all different types of loss You know, like, I don't feel that it happens with every single loss that you have. Like, if you were to lose, like, a material thing or whatever, it's difficult to bargain because, like, you know, I mean, I guess you can be like, you know, oh, God, you know, if I can get this thing back. But I don't feel it applies to every single type of loss. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's just too late and the loss is already done. Like, you know, like, if someone is, like, 
has passed away or something maybe that's when you sit there and you you know question you know god or like the higher power and you're like why me like why and then the bargaining comes in like yeah. i could have you know yeah yeah so it's it's a big guilt like driven like um emotion um the whole like you wish you did more mm-hmm. or you wish you did something um, but I still feel that it's, it is one of the hardest ones to nail down, but yeah, to have anything yeah, down. bargaining, I mean, fucking negotiation, dude, you know, you're trying to like negotiate, like, right? Yeah. Is that the right word? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but like, um, I can totally see where you, you know, trying to like buy more time. I don't want to repeat myself, but it's kind of like that fact of like, you know, going back into the denial, You know, because you're having trouble with, like, the reality and accepting it. Now the next one. So the next one um, is something that I feel a lot of people go through. Well, one of these um, is depression. Mm -hmm. Um, So depression for me and, like, in terms of the facts is just, you know, you're depressed about, like, what happened. You're grieving the loss. And the most important part about depression is you have to go through the depression in order for you to be able to get to the last stage and this is the stage where i feel that a lot of people kind of get jammed because you don't want most people don't want to feel sad most people don't want to feel as though they're like dragging out most people don't want to like sit there and internalize Mm -hmm. the loss and depression is one of those things that you go through as you're trying to you know internalize it Mm -hmm. i mean many people deal with depression in different ways Mm -hmm. but the sad part is you must go through the process and lots of people just get stuck on the top you know of you know denial yeah anger bargaining it's it's like a loop and they don't like to go ahead and go and deal with their emotions Mm -hmm. and live through their emotions in order for them to get through their emotions because you can't get to the last stage without fully going through this stage. So that's my thing with depression. It's the sad period. It's internalizing the loss. It's Mm -hmm. recognizing that, hey, this thing's not going to come back. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's the part of where I feel a lot of people get stuck. So, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, in in the research that I did, um, I seen that, like, there are some people that don't get this stage. Depending on the grief and the Mm -hmm. mourn and the loss. But I would feel like, you know, I mean, it's in the word depression. You're fucking depressed. Mm -hmm. You know, you're sad. And a lot of the times when depression comes, you know, depending, like, you know, to each their own. Don't fucking knock me for this. But um, a lot of the times that, like, you know, when you're depressed, sometimes you repress. And then, you know, to get yourself out of that. And, um... I mean, it's just like, you know, it, it, it sucks. It really does. It really sucks. I've been, um, in depression mode and like, you know, for me, I repress, Mm -hmm. right? It's not the best thing to do, but fuck who has time for emotions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, my opinion again, don't fucking knock me for it. I don't want anyone to come at me, (laughs) but (laughs) the very final stage. Yeah. The final stage of all these five stages is acceptance Uh and after you've gone through all the emotions you accept that this person's not coming back um and you accept either that like you know this person this thing or whatever is going on in your life is not going to return 
And yeah, I feel that that's a very important step and a step that a lot of people do not get to in all sorts of laws, mm-hmm. whether it be like, you know, um, parental, like, you know, like there's so many ways to go to go through and like yeah. describe this because like, you know, when I was when I was young, mm-hmm. like, you know, I feel that I felt the loss of like, you know, not having people who were 100 percent behind my back for every single thing that I want to do. Yeah. And that is a form of loss. And it's difficult to accept that because you get jammed up in the other stages mm-hmm. of like repressing and things like that. But it's a very important part of I feel becoming a better person of you know, being out there and like, you know, actually being your true self. Because if you're bogged down with all these losses and like your emotions are super high, it's difficult to go out in life and actually live it. Yes. Because you're so busy, like worried about the past, worried about the things that happened before. Yeah. So acceptance is understanding that the loss does not define you. Yes. The loss does not is not like the part of you that matters what matters is like what you're able to Mm -hmm. do afterwards you Mm -hmm. know and what you're able to bring to the world afterwards Mm -hmm. and it's very difficult to understand that yeah you know especially when you're going through major losses you know it's one of those things i think it's been told to me it's kind of fucked up but it's like life goes on Mm -hmm. you know yeah life goes on and trying to make the best of it yeah are you done with the your part of the acceptance yeah i am (laughs) no i thought you were starting off of there (laughs) no 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 no. but fuck i was gonna say something cynthia okay no um again in the research that i did i have seen that a lot of people don't get to acceptance Mm -hmm. you know and you know for anyone out there that's grieving and that is um for a- anyone out there, like, going through it, you know, my heart goes out to you. Mm-hmm. Same with Creason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, positive vibes your way. A bunch of love and light your way. It's... Grief is so... Um, it's just, like, it's sad. It <laughs> it's part of life, and it's sad. And, you know, like, life goes on, and, you know, I know that, you know, you're going to have your good days and you're going to have your bad days. But, you know, just know that, like, you're loved and you're on this earth for a reason. And I'm probably going to go into the spiel and start crying. So we're going to stop. <laughs> um, yeah. So now um, you want to go over, like, a quick, like, you want to do, like, a quick story of grief? Uh, yeah, I guess that we can go over a quick story. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the hardest, mm-hmm. hardest things about, like, going over these stories is that they're very deep. Yeah. And, like, usually, like, you know, they're very personal. Um, I feel that the time that I, like, went over something like this is through just the loss of someone that, like, I cared about. And um, I feel one of the hardest things about that is, you know, going through the steps. Like, um, when I I got a call with my specific uh-huh. one. Um, so I got a call and the call was like, oh, you know, like so-and-so is like not here anymore. I'm just like, it's a shock. You go into shock when someone says that, you yeah. know, because you don't know exactly why. 
is it that like happened denial? what happened yeah that is denial mm-hmm. you know because like you just you don't believe it you're like really there's no way this happened like now how did this happen yeah. why did this happen mm-hmm. you start like thinking about it you know like deeply and i was like just in shock i was like okay well you know and your first question is like how did this happen this has to be some kind of a joke mm-hmm. yeah this has to be some kind of a joke this can't be real you know and i went through that and um the second part was you know um realizing that my friends like literally like abandoned the situation and that's why like my friends like abandoned the situation Mm -hmm. and that's why like it ended up like you know well they didn't keep a communication with that person Mm -hmm. they literally stood there and Mm -hmm. and made they literally stood there and like you know, tried going through like their own stuff. They were like, you know, we have our own lives now. We have our own things to do. Like we don't have, yeah, we don't have time to go ahead and like worry about like you know this person or whatever. <laughs> and like, honestly, mm. like we had this chance of where we were doing things and like we used to like do things yearly, and it sucked that it just all went away all went behind all went aside you know and did not I have come a back. question how how did that affect you because like i don't think we've really talked about that how how did that affect you when that happened well i mean i was affected in a lot of ways and i mean i was gonna get to the anger you part of it you but show a lot of it um yeah like when i was like driving to the funeral yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the time that I felt like the most angry towards it. I remember putting on the song, which I always remember, called Dangerous. Um, I don't remember who the band that wrote that song yeah. was, but um, I remember playing that song so that way I can feel better about the situation. It was a it was a little bit of um, mm-hmm. trying to find out uh, like myself, you know, and just getting to the point of where I understood like hey, you know, like, this is fine or whatever. Like, there's no reason for me to be angry at my friends. Like, people move on and they do different things. And it's not the fact that we don't do the same things anymore that it was. And the bargaining stage, I feel, is where it came from there because at that point, I started to, like, wish that I spent more time. You know, Mm. I was like, oh, you know, I... Like, I wish that I could go ahead and spend, like, extra time with that we kept doing, um, you know, those expos that we used to go to. Maybe if we did those expos, like, more often, like, we would have had, you know, a better connection. But that connection got lost. And I feel that my friends also had that thing, too, because they had the same sentiment that I did. And they created a pact that we were always going to, Mm -hmm. like, remain together and remain in in one, like, you know, friendship chart. Um, depression came, like, I would say after that entire ceremony, because there was a time of where I was just there and just thinking about like reminiscing, especially when we went to go and visit his mom's place. Dude, I'm like about to cry. Yeah. And like, (laughs) we went to go visit his mom's place and it was one of the most heart wrenching things ever because Mm -hmm. you see like her like packing up all the things and like you see her like trying to explain like how it happened 
and why it happened and like just how difficult it was for her as it was happening and we sat there just listening to that full silence like you know and then she's like yeah you know there's a lot of stuff here that's probably gonna be useful for you guys that's probably gonna help you guys out you know and like take them because like you know I don't know how I'm going to go ahead and be able to deal with all this stuff. Yeah. And it was difficult for me to look at the stuff that he that he had mm-hmm. and, like, you know, remember him. And, like, the major thing is that I said, you know, I need to remember this guy for the good times. Yeah. Not the bad. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there was a lot of stuff that he liked to do. Um, he loved doing, like, rap. And he loved, like, playing video games, specifically Tekken. Like, that was his... He really, he really loved playing that. So, like, as I was taking stuff, I took things that reminded me of music and reminded me of gaming. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that I ch- took and cherished. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he had a lot of, like, arcade sticks and stuff that he really, really liked. Mm-hmm. I, he would freaking just, if anybody even looked at them, he would want to kill. Mm-hmm. If anyone even looked at them, he would. they would just, like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah like just go for it and like just he would he wouldn't even like look their way he never he was really possessive over those and i think my acceptance came shortly after that Mm -hmm. of when i realized that you know it's fine or whatever and like like things happen you know and Mm -hmm. it's sad because like it's not it the reasoning that it happened was not like something that was typical but i can understand it like there was a lot of pressure on him like throughout his life and he went to a career that his parents didn't necessarily like so it put the pressure on him quite heavily and yeah. I feel that that's like probably what took him over the edge or whatever yeah. but at the same time like for me my acceptance was knowing that it brought our entire group closer together yes. mm-hmm. and it brought us all over yes. and closer together mm-hmm. so yeah, one hundred. Yeah. That's that's what I have to say. That was my okay. story. I was crying. <laughs> I didn't know your friend, but I have channeled him, and he has a very beautiful soul. And I'm gonna stop talking about it because I got my makeup on. <laughs> I'm messing up my makeup. I'm like I've been really sensitive lately, especially since it's alright. Okay, so my little experience is a little different. Um the loss of a family member um the loss of a family member and just is not like a physical loss it's you know a relationship loss that kicked me in the ass um five stages of grief man what i didn't bargain did i i don't know i don't i don't think i bargained did i bargain I did kind of not really and then I you know set boundaries um acceptance has came and I feel like you know again not everyone's gonna have like the same experience acceptance like I I did not have depression um there was a lot of anger because of the fact that um I'm so my communication sign i i think it's the mercury in astrology you you probably don't but it's in virgo and virgo's very like communicative i communicate pretty fucking well 
And the anger came with the fact that I was very, like, I communicated and I did my part and nothing was given back. Therefore, you know, I'm very passionate. I'm very loving. I could be kind of aggressive, but when I don't get any of that back, of course, I'm going to get fucking angry. The anger part was probably 90% of that, like, from the time that the loss of that relationship to now. Mm-hmm. Anger was a huge um, you know this because anger and tears, but I, I don't think, you know, depression, um, I didn't have that. What, 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 what were the other stages? So you went over, uh, it, denial, there was denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and I, acceptance. Yeah. Denial. There was no denial. Mm-hmm. I feel like denial and bargain go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, but definitely acceptance took a lot in me, um, Again, I know there's a lot of form of, um, there's a lot of form of grief. You know, everyone handles it different. I just, um, acceptance was rough because accepting the fact that things are not going to go back to normal and accepting the fact that this person, regardless of, um, where we stand, um, I will always have mad love for this person. Um, I don't really like talking about it. (laughs) I don't really like talking about it, but that is like my form um, of grief. You know, I did recently like, you know, lose this person and things will never be the same. And just I have to like fucking live with that every day. And it sucks. Mm -hmm. It sucks. But yes, that is our whole episode. Right? Yeah, Do you want to add anything else? I think that we're good there. So, okay. Yeah, you can go straight for the card pull. So, we had pulled these cards, and we had no time to reflect on this. <laughs> but the card that I got for you, Creason, was it change? Yes. Do you want me to read on this or no? Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, it will be difficult for me to reflect. Oh, no. It's fine. I mean change okay so change it's okay to change your mind it's all right to change directions i think i know where this is going but we don't need to talk about it if you don't want to you don't need to be consistent this is a time to put the needs and expectations of others aside and listen to the beat of your own drum i love that you don't need to follow tradition create your own traditions you are free to express yourself and let your spirit lie be daring go beyond predictable behavior just because something has always been done in a certain way doesn't mean that it needs to continue to be done that way you can't control the exact circumstances of your life but you can control what meaning you give to them um select meanings that empower you for this is a time to be carefree wild and unmotherfucking predictable creason's like get out of my face <laughs> <sighs> yeah um well that's a really really uplifting card right? I mean, when i saw it i was like change is it gonna be negative but it's actually fairly positive it's basically saying to yeah, like you're you're a virgo we don't like change yeah we don't well, I know I don't. <laughs> Do you want to know what song just came up in my head? What? Strange things are happening to me. <laughs> yeah. Change. It's strange things that are changed. But yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Go. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, like I, I mean, once you get into a routine, it's kind of difficult to go ahead and deal with it. But to be honest, like, I mean, right now we have been 
like breaking our mold and not doing any routines from what I've seen. Like we've been trying to get a routine going, but it's been we have no fucking control over our lives because shit happens. Yeah, it's been very difficult. There's a lot of things going on, a lot of things happening. I just feel that like everything's like in fast forward and to sit here and even do this podcast, I I wish you guys can see. <laughs> but continue, go, 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 go. Yeah, so... <laughs> this is I, your card, change. Yeah, um, but yeah, I said, like, it's it's insane how much, like, I have to go with the flow now. Even more than I did ever in my life, like, having to go with the flow. Yeah. I barely get chances to go ahead and, like, do anything. plan or... Like, Dude, everything's, like, on the seat of my pants. Has because anything that you've done in 2022 been planned? No. Okay. And that's that's literally where I have to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the change is there. I can definitely yeah. see it. It's there. And it's just... I'm just going with the flow at this point. So That's the card, yeah. So the card is true. Well, it's like it's kind of like Dory. Just keep swimming. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love that. All right. So yeah, that's my reflection. That's your reflection. Uh-huh. Okay. Your turn. Okay. So my ton pleasure. Mm. Okay. Uh, savior your life. Each and every part of it. Take pleasure in slowing down and experiencing each of your senses. Taste your food with full gusto. Mm -hmm. Inhale the scents of the world around you. Enjoy the colors of and textures of your life. This is truly a stop and smell the roses card. Embrace your sen- sensuality. Move in a lang languid. Yeah, languid is correct. Languid away. Let p- pleasure be your password into every intimate part of your life. Mm-hmm. Allow your life to be less about being productive and more about enjoying each moment with verge and a and a radiation a radiant I can't fucking read energy will flow and a radiant energy will flow through you in all directions of life. I like this. Um it's I feel like this is more like of living the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> I feel like lately, I feel like I have been. Yeah. You know, there's just so many things that I want to do and it's very difficult. You know, I'm a mother and hauling three kids everywhere. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult, you know. But, you know, Creason's like a great support. <laughs> He sits here with uh, Sebastian and, you know, like, you help me smell the roses sometimes when we're out. Because a lot, like, a lot of the times when we go out, we do things, like, to make the kids happy. (laughs) You are, like, an amazing friend. I love it. But, um, yeah, pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to find like and just be at peace with myself and then sometimes I feel like I you know get shaken up and you know someone rattles the bee cage and it's difficult to calm down from that pleasure of life you know beautiful 
yeah, embrace life. I'm really trying to embrace life. I feel like, you know, I have my confidence, you know, self-love, positive fucking vibes, dude. Mm -hmm. And that is it for our episode. Always remember to love yourself, guys. And until next time, Bye. bye.